0: Hello. Passions make terrible masters, but make great slaves. Passions make terrible masters, but they make great slaves. Passions, our emotions, our feelings, if we let them be our master, if we choose to let our feelings rule over us, they end up enslaving us and causing disharmony, discord, Unrest in our relationships with God, others, and ourselves. In our readings today, they focus on wisdom, highlighting on one hand from our first reading what the opposite of wisdom looks like. While our second reading and gospel show us true wisdom is from above. And this wisdom is having our passions ordered rightly. When we let our emotions rule us, especially jealousy and selfish ambition as we hear from St. James, disorder becomes present. Our emotions in and of themselves, are they're, they're good. They're, uh, they don't have a... Uh, they, they're just there. They're what we feel. They're what we experience. But when we let them take hold, and we let our lives be ruled by what we feel, rather than letting our emotions be ruled by our intellect, letting us be in control of our emotions. Then, uh, that is as what uh, where where we grow in wisdom. Saint Thomas discusses that our emotions are be, to be kept in strict, are to be kept in check by our reason, by our ability to think clearly. In our passions, like I said, are a gift from God, giving us the ability to love, to be moved by what we experience, the good things, the sad things, and to, um, to stand up for different things that need to be defended. When we are not thinking clearly, though, we may feel a longing for a good thing, but desire it for ourselves, be jealous and have self-ambition and disorder becomes present. Harmony, though, enters into our lives when we foster and grow in wisdom from above. Our Gospel helps us to understand wisdom from above, wisdom from God. And Jesus is walking with just His apostles. He doesn't want anyone to distract them. He wants them to be present to Him in what He wants to teach. And Jesus shocks them by saying that He is as the Son of Man, going to suffer and die and be raised on the third day. The disciples were afraid of what Jesus said, and they didn't understand it. And so they kept thinking in their old way, wanting to be great, which is not a bad thing of themselves, but they wanted themselves to be great. They wanted to get up above and kind of bring each other down to get a higher place talking about who was the greatest. The twelve go on to argue about with themselves and bringing up maybe each other's faults so that they can get the higher place. But Jesus corrects them. He says, Whoever wishes to be first, he shall be the last of all and the servant of all. Jesus is the best and greatest example to us of that being the least of all, the servant of all. And Jesus raises the bar for how we, disciples of Christ, are to serve and relate to each other, no longer acting with jealousy and selfish ambition, but with charity and sacrifice for all. Today, September 23rd, is the day that we celebrate the life of St. Padre Pio. He was born in the, early eight, uh, in the late 1800s and ordained a priest in the early 1900s. And he, was, he became a Franciscan priest. And he's one of the few people who was given the gift of having what's called the stigmata, where a person on earth receives the wounds of Christ on their body and in their soul. So they have a special gift of suffering along with Christ in a unique way. And there are pictures of Him with the wounds in His hands and His feet and in his side where Christ had chosen him to suffer with him. And Padre Pio at the very beginning when he first received the stigmata, it was, it was unseen by the world. It was just a, the physical pain, but it wasn't able to be seen. And he would have preferred it that way. He didn't want to grow in all of the world. He didn't want to be known. He wanted to suffer with the Lord, yes but not for it to be known for his own gain, to have that selfish ambition. Rather, he willingly suffered, and uh, I think at some point to his sadness, he, he became. people came flocking to southern Italy to see him, to go to confession to him, and he willingly made himself available and there was uh, some there's some people that have said that they have waited between 4 days and 4 weeks to go to confession to Padre Pio because of the vast amount and number of people that came to him for spiritual advice humbling themselves and being open to the way that God is working in their lives and we are offered the challenge today to follow the example of Padre Pio and also to follow the example of Christ to look at our lives, to see are we letting our passions rule us or are we keeping them in check? Are we letting Christ be the one that guides our life? We pray for the grace to amend our lives today for a purification of our hearts and souls in our relationships, to not put ourselves first, but to put others first so that we can follow the example of Christ. Dying to ourselves so that we can come to new life in Him. And so Jesus may be the One that we serve and not ourselves.